Welcome to track number 15 of the I Shall Wait For Me. Failure to you. Don't allow anyone to minister failure to you. And also know that once you've obeyed God and you've taken the step of going, preaching, you can go on an outreach and come home with nothing. You, never, you, you may not get anyone saved, but that does not mean you failed. Amen. The fact that you went, you obeyed. So obedience is the key. And may we be obedient in Jesus' name. Amen. Beautiful. Any, I need a guy now, an anointed guy. Yes, brother. Hallelujah. Um, I'm at the same point of discouragement. Um, I had a personal testimony about that. Because a few years ago, I, the same scripture bishop used Psalm 119 verse 28. I was doing, actually, we had a prayer meeting. I was in a rotation in Ghana, and we had a prayer meeting. And we used the same scripture. And then the next morning, for, for, I don't know for what reason, I used the same scripture for my quiet time. And the entire day, I was meditating on the scripture. Only to hear in the evening that my friend had died. And I realized then that God was showing me that scripture for a reason. That when you go to discouragement, it is the word of God that you need to rely on. Because it said, strengthen thou me according to thy word. And Bishop also used um, 2 Corinthians chapter 1. He said that God comforts us through our tribulation, that we'll be able to comfort others also. So discouragement, and he also used Hebrew chapter 5, verse 14, which he said that strong meat is for those who are mature. So all our tribulation is for us to help others. That's what I learned. Thank you, Bishop. Hallelujah. Now, take your, take your Bibles, please, and let's look at some scriptures Bishop shared with us, I want us to look at the contest of lights. Hallelujah. Proverbs 6 and verse number 23. Proverbs 6 and verse 23. Are we there? For the commandment is a lamp. Proverbs 6, verse number 23. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light. Hallelujah. And reproofs of instruction are the way of life. If you read Psalm 119, verse 105, turn to Psalm 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. Psalm 119, verse 130. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Second Corinthians 4, verse 6. 
For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So, these are the scriptures we read this afternoon, or this, yeah, this afternoon. But I want us to remember, first of all, that God has entrusted us with the only hope of the world, and that is the light. The, the word of God you have, that is your Bible, your podcast, the Macané, the Macarius, the books you have. Everything we are using as ministry tools is the word of God. Hallelujah. And that is the light we, are, we have. So every servant of God, every shepherd, anyone who is serving God needs to know that you are actually a carrier of light. That's the first thing. You are a carrier of light. Say, I have light. Say, I'm a carrier of light. Yeah. So know, know this, it's very important for you to know it, that the books you have, any book you take to read, any book you take to read, Art of Leadership, um, what it means to be a shepherd, your Bible, your quiet time, anything you have, that is the word of God, is light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, there is something Bishop said, which was very powerful, which really ministered to me. And that is, the more you, two things, the more you minister the light and you keep ministering the light, the more you dispel darkness. Hallelujah. So when you meet anybody who is in darkness, you must not give up easily. Hallelujah. You must not give up easily. When, when you... When you go out and you, and you meet a soul deep in sin who does not seem to respond to the word of God, you witness the person doesn't respond. Understand that ultimately light will overpower darkness. Hallelujah. Ultimately light will overpower darkness. So, so that is one very major hope you must have. That as you keep ministering, as you keep sharing the word, as you go again and again, believe God. So that is why a servant of God is a man or a woman of faith. Jesus said, this is the work of God. That you might believe in him who sent you. Believing is the work. The real work of God is believing. So you must believe that you have something that can win a soul into the church. Hallelujah. So when you go out on outreaches and so on, don't just let your first attempt. That's why the many rooms have got many lights. The first light you turn on may not, may not light up the room. But the more lights you keep turning on, 
the brighter the room gets. Amen. So, so, so you don't turn away. You don't turn away after one. Some of you have got sisters, brothers, cousins, friends who seem to be very, very hard and almost unwinnable. But I learned today that darkness can never stand light. No matter the thickness of the darkness. Amen. So may it encourage you to continue to minister the light. Whoever you meet, anybody you meet, in fact, even in your church, when you have members who don't want to become shepherds, members who are not interested in serving God, keep preaching. Keep talking about the work of God. Believe that anytime you shine the light, darkness is overcome and overpowered. Hallelujah. So, so that is one of the blessings. And the first thing we saw, if you take your notes, you will see right there, the contest of light. Bishop said, it is a battle between light and darkness. Say light and darkness. And thank God who is the one who has the light. The people in the world. Sorry, who has the light? The unbelievers. Who has the light? Point to yourself and say, I have the light. I have the light. So, so the first thing to know and to note about the contest of light is that, is that it is a fight between light and darkness. Hallelujah. Amen. And John 1, 5. John 1, 5. And the light shineth in darkness. Are we there? And the darkness comprehended it not. When light shines, even naturally, when light shines, darkness cannot overpower it. So that is why you must believe that you, the, the, the light you are carrying is powerful enough. That if there's a contest between light and darkness, we expect who to win. Who do we expect to win? I said, who do we expect to win? Excellent. So it's a fight between light and darkness. And we know the outcome. Hallelujah. Do we know the outcome already? Do you believe the outcome is in your favor? It's like when you watch a football match which has been played already and you know the scores. I was watching a, an um, FA Cup final somewhere, I think in, in Kingston. I didn't know the scores, but they had scored one. Man, Man U versus Chelsea. Chelsea had scored one. Or was it Man U who had scored one? I don't know these things. Chelsea had scored one. Okay, there was a goal. But after that score, after that goal, the ball was getting towards the man you side, and somebody fired a shot, and I sat up. If I said, go! Then Bishop Richard said, no, no, no. The, the, this, this match, it was, it was just one nil. <laughs> it was one nil. <laughs> yeah. What you are seeing, that score you are seeing there, that's how it will end. So no matter how close the ball gets to the post, you know that the end of that game was one nil against somebody. So may you know who has been scored one nil. 
I said, may you know who has been scored one. May you know the one who has won. So when you hold the light, you must not be intimidated. That's why he said that um, Isaiah 51 says that he shall not be discouraged. Is it 51? He shall not fail. Verse what? Verse 4. 51, 4. Oh, sorry. 42. 42, 4. Sorry. He shall not fail nor be discouraged. So when you are there and your church is small, it's not growing, your basenta has persistently two members who come to sympathize with you. And you are tempted to be depressed. You must believe that you are a holder of the lights. And you must believe in the light you have. See, many of us don't believe in the light we have. Believe in it and use the lights. So two things, believe that you have the light and then use it. Amen. Because there is no way, there is no way light will not overcome darkness. So a minister is not somebody who has failure as one of the options. And may you be that type of person. I said, may you be that type of person. Number two. Number two. Contest of light. Darkness and deception have a power, has a power in it which binds and destroys. Darkness and, and deception has a power in it which binds and destroys. Colossians 1.13 Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness? Say the power of darkness. Say the power of darkness. Yes. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son? And Bishop says that Darkness has power in it. And that power binds and destroys. Hallelujah. So, we must not trivialize or play or toy with the power of darkness. Because it has power. What are the examples of darkness. What are the things that constitute darkness? Darkness. Yes, I need help. Sorry. Morality. Immorality. What is that? Is it a game? Like rugby? Fornication. Sexual immorality. Yes, like what? Fornication. Like what? Homosexuality. Homosexuality. Lesbianism. Watching pornography or acting. Yes, because somebody will say, me, I don't watch. Meanwhile, you are an actor. <laughs> I, uh, me, I've never watched pornography before, but I've been acting. What is that? So now we know that it is both 
acting and watching. Amen. No, but on a serious note, listen to that. We who are pastors, if you are here, you are a pastor. Your future is pastor. I say your future is pastor. Your future is lady pastor. You are a man of God. Listen, don't play with darkness. That's the point. Darkness has power. And deception has a power in it. Don't think that you can play with sin and just walk away, clean your lips, and think that everything is normal. There is a, a new power at work in your life. And that power, we are being told, binds. It binds and destroys. So you realize some of you who, who, who do well at a certain phase of your ministry and you begin to enter into sin. It affects your ministry. Yes. You can't be fornicating and expect a healthy church. You can't be into pornography and expect your church to just be doing well. It has power. It has power. That is one. It's a point. Is it? Do you have it in your notes? Oh, I'm the one just reading something which is not. Yes. It says, darkness has a power that grips those who are under it. And, and you and I, who are now serving God, must believe God not to be under the power of darkness, but to be above it. Yes. There is no culture that will excuse or legitimize sin. Or like, we, we Ghanaians are into fornication. Like my, my uh, Fante tribe in Ghana, we are very sexical. So, uh, since it's a cultural something, uh, God overlooks this. Or, or we, we, we Jamaicans, I mean, we, 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 we are very, very sexical. I mean, you know us. We know us. I mean, the Jamaican girls, I mean, we're brought up with sex. Yes. At eight years, we're, we're, we're into sex. So, I mean, uh, oh, pastor, you can talk about uh, maybe masturbation or you can talk about stealing and lying, but in our culture, fornication is nothing. It is something. No, I'm, you, see, you see, we who are here, listen carefully, we have committed ourselves to the work of God. And you must be very careful. See, there, are, there are some of us sitting here who are playing with sin. Playing with sin. And so far, for the past year or two years, it seems that you are still around and things are working. Or, or you don't get the English language I'm speaking. You, you, you don't, I mean like, you are still around. Things are working. When we give you some outline, you can share something. But I can promise you that the power, you see, and don't, don't joke with anything with power in it. Electricity with power. Or a wind with power. Or a wave which has power. It will kill you. It will kill you. So, don't destroy the ministry God has given you. Paul said, 
God has counted as faithful by putting us into the ministry. So believe God. Believe God that you are able to rise above the darkness that is encroaching upon your life. Satan's way of immobilizing you, I mean, you, you should know by now. I mean, there is no way the devil will be able to get me out of church. I mean, as I've got a front seat, I'm sitting here. He can't get me out. To go where? To go where? But as I am here, he can subtly and innocuously be introducing little drops of sin. A little here, a little there, till you have become very comfortable with sin. And like a serpent, he, he wraps himself around you and extracts you from the church. And that is when you will, you will you'll be surprised that you are now just like your cousins you were laughing at. Be afraid of sin. You know, we were brought up to say that, to, 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 to learn that Satan has no power. He has got tricks. Not so, the wiles of Satan. But the tricks are his power. And they work. Jesus himself recognized the power of Satan. The power of sin. It, it is destroying you. Stop it. Jesus himself, he said, behold, Luke 10, 19. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Behold, I give unto you power. That is the power Bishop was talking about. The light, the light is the power. The light of life. The light of power, the power of light, light, you have power. When you have got the Bible, the Macané, the Macarius, the podcast, it is power, power. It not, it's not just powerful, it is your power. He said, behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Let's assume we don't even know what serpents and scorpions are. But he says, and then over all the power of the enemy. So the enemy, the devil, <laughs> he doesn't have just tricks. So he's got power. And Jesus acknowledged it. That beware, your enemy has power. If you joke with that power, it will destroy you. It will remove you. It will drive you away from the church. Don't play. Don't, don't, don't think that you can be around with this, with this power for a long time. It will destroy you. It will destroy you. And Jesus, these are the words of Jesus. If you look into your Bible, it's in red. So I give you power against the power of the enemy. So those of us who, you see, when we talk about uh, pornography, masturbation, fornication, you see, some things can be said so much. You know, in, 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 even, even in medicine, like when you take a drug too much, you, 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 there's what you call tolerance. Soon, when you take it, it doesn't work. Because the animals are used to it. So, you take it. Something which used to cure your fever in, in one day. You take it. 
and you are dying because the body has adjusted to it. When you sit around and you constantly hear fornication, fornication, masturbation, and all that, you, you may easily develop tolerance. It's like when we mention it, it doesn't mean much to you. It doesn't hit you. It doesn't hit you. There are girls sitting here who are actively having sex. As I am actively preaching, you are actively fornicating. Yeah. And, I'm, and listen, I'm saying that it will destroy you. It is a power. Darkness has power. Darkness has power. Clap your hands for Jesus. Our daddy is in. Let your hand clap be louder. You may be seated. So may God help us to fear, to fear darkness. Don't think you can be here playing with sin, doing pornography, doing fornication, doing masturbation, doing all type of sins, and you are still around. There is power in darkness. Yes, the power of darkness. And I pray that you will overcome that power. And I pray that God will keep you by his hand. And you yourself, you yourself, when you are going near something, God says you must not go near. You must be afraid. And you must remind yourself that this thing has power to kill me. This thing has power to destroy me. And when you have that fear, you will last a very, very long time. Clap your hands for Jesus. Are you ready for a beautiful time we are going to have? Are you very ready for a very wonderful time? Yeah. I want you to know and believe that every ministration that comes will stabilize you. Amen. Tell your neighbor, be afraid of darkness. Say, darkness has power. Don't joke with it. 